Hey everyone, welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark and Bethany. This is our weekly discussion of marriage and family in the Christian life, and this is part three of our series on roles for husbands and wives. And today we want to talk about the role of a wife. Mm. Bethany, take it away. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think it's uh, good to say we got to look at the Bible, Genesis, you know. Great. The same passage we've come to before, but coming back to it, and we see that the wife is a helper. And um, the wife is somebody who comes alongside their husband as a companion, a partner to support and help their husband and their family, right? So, so yeah. my job is, hey, how can I help you? What can I do to help you accomplish what God's given us to accomplish? Boom. So easy. So easy. So easy is what easy. we do every day. <laughs> yes. Hey, let's help each other. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it is a challenging thing, and th- this is a major, major feat for couples. In fact, when I do counseling in the church office, all of the time I see couples that just are really struggling to, to work out their roles mm-hmm. in their day-to-day relationship. And this factor here, the wife uh, being a helper in the way you described, is one huge step in the right direction. And yeah. it did not just happen overnight for us no. and for you. Um, but let me just say, I've seen Bethany grow a ton in terms of her role. And she has always been a, a great wife in a number of ways, but she is a fantastic helper to me. In fact, at my house this week, our, by my house, I mean our house, right? <laughs> um, yes. We have a, a desolate, barren wasteland <laughs> of a backyard. It's true. And so I had this guy from this landscaping company come over to do a layout of kind of some trees and, mm-hmm. you know, just some some greenery, some foliage. Yeah. So right. this guy comes over at seven o'clock in the morning. I he, he did a layout, whatever. We we were there. He was working with me in the backyard for about an hour. Yeah. And then I went to the nursery the next day, and I met with him in person. And the very first thing he said to me the next day was, "Man, you and your wife seem like you're a really good team." Hmm. And what else did he say? He said, "You you guys seem like you're a really good team. Seems like you've got a great family." Hmm. And um. The guy interacted with you oh, yeah. for probably a sum total of what thirty seconds <laughs> of hardly at I all. I mean, you popped in the backyard. A couple kids came out at some point, right? And, um, but he, in the the short amount of time that he was exposed to you and to us, he came to the conclusion that we're a good team. Yeah. The reason I think he can come to that conclusion is because I've worked hard to fulfill my role as a leader. And we talked about that last week, and I think you have worked really hard to grow into your role as a helper. So Bethany, why don't you tell me how you got there? Not that you've arrived or you are a perfect wife and Mm -hmm. you don't have any more to do to to grow in terms of being a helper, but tell me your journey a little bit, how you moved from college Bethany to dating Mark Bethany to engaged and married now to several years into marriage and you're a fantastic wife. Yeah, I well, I wanted to just say a few things about that example about the guy, and because I do think it it helps explain what a helper is. Um, I my goal that morning was to do whatever I could to make sure your time there was easy, was smooth. Um, so I was thinking not 
oh, I wish Mark could come in and make lunches for the kids for school. I was thinking... Though that would have been nice that if I did nice, that, right? Though, and you have done it before. But I was thinking, how can I help him to have this meeting run smoothly? So I made some breakfast for you, just brought it out, just drop, dropped it, you know, just here you go. I took the kids away when someone was crying. I, you know, helped... When they were running back outside, it's like, hey, guys, we need to let daddy focus. You know, the, the thought was, as my thinking that whole time was just, how can I help Mark? What can yeah. I do? You did do all those things. And, I, <laughs> and that was the goal. You maintained that was the goal. order yeah. when it could have been chaos, and you got all the kids ready for school, and you, you did all this stuff. And I think that helps to go back to where the journey and growing in this area um, if I look back years ago, that was not a goal that I had in mind, maybe early on. I mean, there was there was that goal because I knew it was right, but there was a lot of pride in my life um, where early on I had to kind of really work through my own um, my own sin because I wanted to take charge. I would want to be in charge. I would feel very much like I could be in charge. Like I've got good ideas. Like I could could figure this out. 100% true. You have good ideas. You have leadership capabilities. You're, right. you're, you've got vision. You've got conviction. Like absolutely. So part of my journey was really figuring out as a wife um, that I need to get over some of that pride and work through that pride and see that um, my role is to is an important one and it's to come alongside you and help you. And that doesn't mean it's a lesser role. It doesn't mean that it's something to be looked down on, but that it is a huge important role if we're to live out God's expectations in our home and for our family. Absolutely. And it's not a lesser role. We know that because the same word that's used to describe Eve's role in the garden is used to describe the Holy Spirit's role in the relationship of the Trinity. The Holy Spirit is said to be the helper in the Gospel of John at a couple different points, and it's because the Holy Spirit helps carry out the mission of God the Father carried out through the person of Jesus Christ the Son, and so each person in this relationship is equal and essential to right. the effectiveness of the operation, and the Holy Spirit knows his role and fulfills his role uh, as Jesus the Son does and God the Father does. And um, the Holy Spirit isn't said to be less right. God. He, he, I mean, that's, that's blasphemy that right. we have a different God at that point. Uh, he is fully God. He's equally God, but his yes. role is different. Yes. Yes, for sure. And so I think that that is <laughs> when you understand that, that is so helpful because the world throws a very different message than that. And if you listen to what the world thinks that a helper is, you can get confused. So we have to look at and see that example of who the Holy Spirit is as a helper. But I think one other thing for me is um, I had to hold my tongue or shush, Bethany, shush. And uh, this was something that I had to really learn. And I'm sorry, I still have to learn <laughs> at times. Well. You're just a quiet person. Just, you don't really have a lot of things that <laughs> pop into your mind or things that you want to say. Do you realize how many things no. in life I don't say? <laughs> I always I, I tell you that every once in a while. Like 
I know I have a lot to say, but there's actually a ton of things that I don't ever say because it's wise yeah, <laughs> not so to I, say them. And so as I'm learning to be this helper, this this aid and support to you as the leader in the family, a lot of times I just needed to um, close my mouth. I studied a lot of Proverbs that talked about being wise and when sometimes wisdom is just not saying something. And even in our case, um, I am so fast moving, fast talking, that often I would just jump in with my opinions, preferences, or make the plan or whatever it might be so quickly that I wouldn't even give you a chance to say anything. It was just like, boom, I'm taking off. So I had to learn that often I needed to just close my mouth and look at you, look to you for direction. I can remember numerous instances where you did that, and you still do that. We're in a room, we're talking to people, we're coming up with a plan or whatever, and someone asks a question to us or something like that, and you turn and with your shoulders, like you direct attention to me, Mm -hmm. and you wait for me to say something. Mm -hmm. That gesture right there communicates to the people that we're talking to that you're looking to me to make the decision. It communicates to me that you're looking to me to make the decision. Right. And it gives me a second to come up with a plan that I'm going to be held responsible for. Right. And And sometimes you would say, well, Bethany, I know you got something on your mind. What do you think? I mean, sometimes you shoot it right back to me. That is one of the resources that a husband has in terms of, you know, making decisions. He's got his wife there. Right. Totally. Right. Yeah. So that was a big growth step. And I think... um, really helpful still now to remember that. Uh, Another thing in learning to be a helper is um, making the choice to follow you, Mm. recognizing that you're the husband God placed in my home and you're the one I've signed up to follow for the rest of my life. And I'm going to be held accountable for my response to your leadership not, I'm not going to be held accountable for your leadership. So I don't need to worry or fret if you're not, you know, doing everything that I think is perfectly right or, you, you know, I don't know. I, I don't have that burden. I have the burden of making sure I follow you and making sure that before God, I'm going to be, um, I can stand in front of him and say, I, I did that well. I fulfilled that role. I chose to follow daily and throughout my life. Yeah. I just officiated a wedding on Saturday. You were there. And you remember in the vows, this couple stood in front of each other, in front of uh, many witnesses, family, friends, and in front of God. And they promised to love each other. And the husband promised to lead his wife. Mm -hmm. And the wife promised to follow her husband. Yes. And that was a lifelong promise that we witnessed on Saturday. Yes. And if you're married, you too have entered into a lifelong covenant based on this lifelong promise that you made when you when you signed up to be married. Yeah. And I signed up, and I'm still signed up. I'm signed up for life. Good. Yep. Sign-ups are full. <laughs> I'm in. Um, one, one other helpful, obviously helpful thing, was seeing good examples of wives who were good supports and helps to their husband, um, yeah. asking their opinion, asking how they fulfill that, uh, and following those examples. I mean, biblical fellowship and talking with other wives, talking with other husbands and wives together was helpful to see these good godly examples and to see a picture of what I'm supposed to do. 
I mean, that was, that was huge because there's a lot of pictures that are bad out there, a lot of bad models. Of so to get the good ones, get around the good ones, that's what we got to do. Yeah. That's why you need the church, right? The church yep. is uh, the community of followers of Christ that you need to place yourself around. And uh, you, you need help and encouragement and assistance and examples from people in the church. Yeah. Okay, my last one is the hardest one. Okay. <laughs> Has to do with the pride thing. <laughs> um, so I, I remember very, very distinctly early on in our marriage, and, and we've talked about this before, but that you often... <laughs> had critique for me. me. Not often. Often sounds like a lot. Wait a second. <laughs> Doesn't sound right. But here's the thing. I We had decided we wanted to follow God's pattern yes. for this marriage. And so I opened the door for you. I just blasted it open. I said, you please bring up to me when I'm not doing something that's helpful to you. And so I gave you a white, like a green card. Just go. A green, you gave me a green card. <laughs> you are now a, to, into the country. No, a green card, like a go. Yeah. You may go. Yeah, you may yeah. pass, go, right. and get collect two hundred dollars yes. in Monopoly. Yes. And you may share your thoughts with me. And so that was though very difficult because I have a high opinion of myself. Yeah. And and sometimes it was very difficult to hear your perspective on how something I did or said, or didn't do, or didn't say maybe, I don't know, just any of my actions or words, how they affected your leadership in a negative way. Yeah. And so opening the door to critique and self-evaluation, like, okay, how did that really go? How am I doing here? All of those things made it so that I worked in this area and allowed you as my leader to share with me when I when I wasn't maybe doing very well. Yeah, well, and and you not only listened and welcomed my critique, but you really worked hard to implement changes in the areas that were highlighted. And so mm -hmm. I can remember conversations early on in marriage where you just sit down and hash things out because, you know, our friends would come over for a game night or whatever, they would leave, and then we'd have a conversation where I maybe brought up one of these mm -hmm. issues or something and... Mm -hmm. Uh, we just talk through it a lot. And and I would cry, yeah. right? There's going to be tears <laughs> when women are involved sometimes, right? I would Sometimes I would cry because I would be emotional about it, but that's because it meant so much. I was so, so focused on, like, I really wanted to do it well. Yeah. I had to be careful about what I brought up and when I brought mm -hmm. it up and how I brought it up. Yes. All of these factors. Yes. Um, but I also had to be faithful to bring things up. Yes. You asked me for feedback, for help, for critique, and I wanted to supply that. Right. And, you know, I think I opened the same door and gave you the same green for card. For sure. For sure. <laughs> and Go light. I, and I asked, for, I, I asked for feedback as well. So that went both ways. And sometimes yes. the conversation was about me. Yes. But, but we're talking about you here and the role of a wife. And so I, I do think having that open door was huge. Taking seriously the feedback that you got and then implementing changes. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, that's why a guy can come over to our backyard, interact with you for 30 seconds, and have the impression that we're a good team. Yeah. It's, that's, that's why right there. By the grace of God and his for sure. sanctification in our yes. lives, we can have uh, a testimony like that. Yes. Also, you know, just by opening the door to my feedback, 
not your friend's husband's feedback. You were able to hear what things I uniquely am interested in or looking for. And so as you mentioned, your help is tailored to me. Right. Not to your friend's husband or someone else. But totally. what, are, what are the unique things that I'm looking for, the unique ways you can help me? Yeah. Um, Wives really need to study their husbands, ask them, study them, figure out what is most helpful. Because the way I help you, totally different than the way this lady helps her husband, which will look totally different than somebody else. Because different leaders, different husbands have different needs and things that would be the most helpful. So you got to know your man. That's right. (laughs) And that was what I decided to do. I tried to study you and ask you and figure out what what do you need from me that would be the most helpful? It's good. And I'm glad you did. And I'm glad we're still working and growing and having Definitely. conversations like these ones. Yes. And, um, it's a, it's going to be a lifelong process for us to become the kinds of uh, people that God calls us to be. And so we're, we're committed to that task. We want to do a good job with it. Mm-hmm. And this is one step in that direction. Yeah. So, well, thanks for sharing your journey. Are we going to end with a cool. question too? Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. Totally, the great question. Yes. <laughs> let's end with a question. What's the question? How about we do one question for the wife, one question for the husband? I love that. Yeah. Wives, what are the ways you can help your husband? Are you aiming for that? Have you asked him that? What can you do to help him specifically? And then the question for the husbands is what you just said. What can your wife do in particular to help you? Yeah. Love it. Good conversation. Well, thanks for checking in for our podcast. Thanks. (laughs) Okay, thanks for checking in today. We will catch you next time. All right, see you later.